Hey there, welcome to Beyond the Bikini podcast, where you can enhance your body and your mind. My name is Nicole Ferrier, exercise science grad, certified personal trainer, bikini competitor, and coach. On this podcast, you will learn more about my experience in the fitness industry, competing in bikini competitions, mental health, and how to gain more success in your own life in your fitness journey. So sit back, relax, or power through this cardio session and enjoy. Hey guys, on the Beyond the Bikini podcast, you know I talk a lot about training and nutrition. Trust me, it can be hard to hit the gym consistently, track your macros to a T, and feel like you're making progress. So rather you're a newbie in the gym or someone who's been hitting the gym consistently but possibly hit a plateau, then I recommend you check out my one-on-one coaching. No, I do not only coach prep clients, but I coach lifestyle clients as well. I would love to hear more about your goals, so feel free to apply for my one-on-one coaching down below at the link. There we can discuss what you're wanting to accomplish in the gym, with your relationship with food, and how I can help you reach your goals. All right, guys. So welcome back to Beyond the Bikini Radio. I have one of my good friends here, Veronica um, we are just gonna like sit down and catch up together. And I figured it would be fun to record because Veronica and I have similar thoughts on college education. Um, we did a program called build your brand, which you guys have heard Alex on my podcast before she's like a, um, business coach. And I was not in Veronica's group for build your brand, but, um, Veronica has her master's in exercise science. I have my bachelor's in exercise science. And we both now are entrepreneurs, which I don't know why I hate that word, but we just, (laughs) I do. (laughs) We own our own businesses and we aren't going the traditional route with our, I guess, careers, you could say. And I thought it'd be fun to chat about this because I think a lot of young women feel like they need to go to college because they're like people pleasers and then they realize that they're not happy so veronica what's up (laughs) hey well thanks for having me back on here um yeah wow first off your comment about the uh, the word entrepreneur i i understand what you mean i don't i don't want to say i like hate it but i feel like there's a stigma attached you know what I mean I um so I get so frustrated and this happened to me more like in the midwest when I lived up there but I would tell people like I own my own business and they would look at me like I was a monkey like oh (laughs) you don't make any money like you just sit at home and play on your phone and play on your laptop all day and you probably use mommy and daddy to pay your bills like that's just an impression I got yeah like okay I was actually Okay, so I'm also from the Midwest. We're both from Ohio, and I'm from originally the Akron area. And so it's just up there. (laughs) I hate Akron. It's so gross. 330, home of LeBron James. Disgusting. (laughs) Okay, anyways. um, And I was back home, um, and we were throwing a surprise birthday party for my brother, and most of my extended family was there, which is honestly kind of um 
like not normal <laughs> for all of my extended family to be in one place at one time, but they were. And I'm also moving in just 10 days down to Florida as well. And so I was like, you know, I was seeing a lot of my aunts and my uncles and they're all like, so what are you going to do when you go down there? Like, do you have a a job lined up? Yes, exactly. They're like, do you have a job? Do you, um, you know, are you going to keep doing what you're doing? It was like, they couldn't even say what you do, what I do. That's why I just don't, I don't even explain it to people because I literally get so mad. I, I was like, I mean, health coaching, it's two words. It's not like I'm a neurosurgeon of the hippocampus. Like, I don't know. I'm just throwing words out there, you know. But yeah. I was like, why is this? And the weird thing is I have a cousin who is also a very successful entrepreneur. He owns, like, a really big landscaping company. And I was talking to my boyfriend. I was like, I don't get why it's so hard for my family to understand, like, I have a, a real job, a real business, like. No, you don't, because you don't have <laughs> someone telling you when to be there and when to go home. But, like, my cousin can have this entrepreneur landscaping business, and, like, everyone is, you know, praising him all about it, which, like, I'm not saying I need the praise, but, like, I would at least like the um, respect that comes yes. with, you know, with it. Oh my God. And I think, you know, Andrew explained it pretty well. He's like, I don't think like landscaping, that's something like, and, you know, or most people have a yard, they understand what landscaping is so they can wrap their head around it. But what you do, like your whole family isn't into health and wellness. Like, I think it's harder for them to wrap their head around that. Yeah. So I think a lot of times that what people need to remember is, well, first off, coaching is a very lucrative field. Um, the thing is, is with the area of Ohio, and this isn't all areas, I'm not like bashing Ohio, but I will say that different areas in the country and even the world value different things. And I think yes. that um, the actual value of health isn't as big of a priority in the Midwest like it is down here in like Florida or like California or like Mm -hmm. Australia and these places put different values on different things like in the Midwest I think that they uh, value traditional hard work blue collar jobs and more like you know construction uh, right yeah and it, it makes sense because think about it like it's that's where like the rubber city you know steel like all those industrial jobs were in that area and like engineering and stuff so like my dad Mm -hmm. works for nasa and (laughs) that's cool (laughs) yeah like he's literally helped like build rockets which is pretty cool um yeah but the thing is is like i remember being young um like 18 19 and I was taking like physics in high school which I like wanted to die the whole time um and he's just like Nicole like you should just be an engineer because engineers make good money and it's respected I'm like Mm -hmm. but why are certain jobs like respected and others aren't like yeah oh a job's a job like and I would rather so my thing is I would rather have a job that I love versus a job that I hate. Oh, yes, 100%. And 
here's the other thing too. There's like, oh, this grinds my gears. Um, <laughs> when people are like, oh, like when I was going to move down here, I had, I'm not going to name names, but I had a friend say like, well, what happens if like the economy crashes and like you can't support yourself? And I'm like, here's the thing, like, just because I don't show up to a traditional workplace, like, doesn't mean that my job is any safer or less safe than your job. Like, somebody yes. else is in control of you having this career. And mm-hmm. my favorite quote, personally, is either you're an entrepreneur or you work for one. Yeah. Like, that's, that's all so a company true. is. And, like, you feel like your job is, quote, unquote, safe. Like, that's still a company. That's still a business. Like, even, like we swear on here even like fucking education and like teachers like i'm sorry honey like that's still a business it's just a business of education run by the fucking government i mean i can tell you like from personal experience i had a job that i was working at almost a year ago it's coming up on the year anniversary and just randomly out of the blue they let me go and i was shocked and devastated and i was like just dumped at it. Like, if you could see my face right now, I'm just like, You're like, what is going on? <laughs> like, I was just like, oh my God, like, what do I do? Like, I'm not, like, I'm not someone who like, gets fired. Like, that's what I was thinking. Like, what did I do wrong? Like, and that's it. Like, it doesn't matter what job you have, it's the not only, there's no security behind it. No. And I think once I like wrapped my head around that, I felt really confident in just pursuing my own thing. Um, I mean, I started working on my business at a really young age because I knew I had like a gut feeling Mm -hmm. from the start that like online coaching is going to take off and this is what you will like really enjoy doing. And yeah, like forever worked with me when I was 19, email me and I'm sorry. (laughs) And your experience will be so much better now. Um, (laughs) But you all have to start somewhere and like, yeah, it was really messy and confusing, but I felt like called to do it. And there's like a purpose in my heart to do it. And I think that when I came to a point of working quote unquote real jobs and I was really miserable and I hated my life and I was Mm -hmm. like, this is like not what life is about. Exactly. And I mean, if we're just talking about coaching in general like coaching is its own industry it is a multi-billion dollar industry and it's only going to get bigger from here on out it doesn't matter if the economy like crashes or you know whatever like it's only going to keep growing because people always want to be learning it doesn't matter if you're you know a fitness coach a health coach a business coach like coaching is just such a broad field that really if you have a mentor of any type, you're being coached. Yeah. And what's funny is like my first job was a gymnastics coach. And like, I love that job. Like I tell myself now, like if I were to ever get a real job, (laughs) (laughs) um, it would be a gymnastics coach because I was like a high level elite gymnastics coach, but it's still coaching. It's just coaching Mm -hmm. in person. And for a certain skill of gymnastics and coaching is a variety of things. You know, there's business coaches, there's life coaches, there's, um, I mean, I look at therapists like coaches. Um, Yeah, exactly. There's just 
so many different types of coaching out there. Like teachers, like you guys are coaches, like, sorry, but exactly. you are. Um, and it, I hate the word when people are like, it's just too saturated. I'm like, is it though? Because Veronica is a different flavor coach than I am and has different yes. experiences than I do. And um, I can think of five other people who are just like different than me. And it doesn't mean they're wrong. It doesn't mean I'm right. It just means that we're, we're different. We specialize in different areas. We have different experiences and your clientele is going to resonate with you based upon your experiences that you've had. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And I also, I know I used to always say like, you know, I'm entering the saturated field, blah, 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 blah. And that was just like a very negative mindset. And then I read this post um, from the skinny confidential girl, Lauren, she was like, who cares if it's saturated? Like, that means it's working. That means you're getting into a field that works. Yeah. And I've always said from the beginning, when I started personal training almost 10 years ago, like, if we don't vibe as, like, client trainer, I'm okay with that because I know I can't train everyone. And I know my style isn't for everyone. Yeah. And I will do my best to pair you with someone who is like more in line with your your style or like your learning style or how you want to be trained and that's why it's so incredible that like it is you know quote-unquote saturated but that just means there is definitely someone out there for you and you don't have to settle and I don't think anyone should ever settle in any aspect of any part of life and then it comes to you you know your coaching if you want to learn how to eat healthier or work out or, you know, just live a happier life or whatever you want to hire a coach for. Yeah. And like I've had, so I've, I'm in bodybuilding. I always feel funny when I say that. I'm bodybuilding. <laughs> no, I, so I compete in competitions and I've been competing since I was 19 and I hired my first coach, I think online. So I've hired like an in-person trainer before, but I hired my first coach when I was 20 online and I've gone through four different coaches and now I am stuck with I work with Paul Rivella I'm very open about that on my Instagram which heads up guys like I'm a coach and even I have a fucking coach because (laughs) when it comes to me I don't want to deal with me like someone else can have that job right and it's not that there was anything wrong with those other people um they all have very successful businesses. Uh, the one guy I worked with, like he is one of the top in the industry right now, but you know, when it came to me and what I wanted, like I wanted a very professional approach. I wanted someone with a lot of experience. I wanted someone to be blunt with me. I wanted someone to be empathetic and call me when I needed a call. Like those are the things I needed. So like, if you guys are thinking about being coaches or even hiring a coach, like you really need to just sit down and think of like, like if you're wanting to be a coach, you need to think of what does my client need? And if you are wanting, if you are personally wanting to hire a coach, you have to think of what do I need and what do I not want? Exactly. Yeah. Um, And so let's go into, I think we should talk about like parents and not necessarily like, or like parental figures in general. Um, 
like not quite understanding what you're doing. So I think that our parents kind of grew up in a different time. Right. Yeah. That's <sighs> weird. Well, I, it's really easy to explain. Um, they don't get it. <laughs> they like bottom line, they don't. And I've been doing this full time almost a year now. Um, but I have been studying and in the health and wellness field for almost 10 years and my dad still doesn't understand like he's like what is it that you do again like what I don't I don't get it you just like tell people how to work out like (laughs) yeah yeah dad Uh (laughs) I think it's so interesting at the fact that um so I've been coaching for years now and like my parents, like they could definitely have improvements when it comes to their own personal fitness and mm-hmm. their health. But even my brother, like I can, so many people in my family, I've only had one person in my family work with me and she's lost 40 pounds. Shout out to my cousin Susie. Um, hey, hey. She's maintained it off and she looks great and healthy, but they, like, my parents don't listen to a damn thing I say. Like, my brother doesn't listen to me. Like, nobody listens to me. And, again, to going back to, like, clients and your ideal client, like, clearly my parents are not my ideal client because they're not going to listen to me. And they don't right. They don't trust me, I guess. Like, they don't value me enough to invest into me. And not just monetarily, but, like, time. Like, you actually have to sit and freaking listen to get some good quality information in your head right yeah you you can't just be like half-assing it yeah or like (laughs) in terms of listening or in effort yeah or like be stubborn where you're like I just know it all or I'll figure it out on my own like here's the thing Mm -hmm. you don't have to figure it out on your own and like just because you do doesn't mean that you're better right and usually I feel like if you figure it on your like if you're trying to figure it out on your own, it's going to take, you know, two, three, four times as long to reach whatever they, that you're trying to accomplish when if you could hire, I mean, that's why you can hire a coach. They can tell you how not to make the mistakes. Yeah. And just accountability too. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. My parents, they just, they don't understand. And I've come to terms with that for a while. It was really bothersome and, I would get emails for different job opportunities that were nothing to do with anything that I had any type of interest in. Oh my God. So I haven't even talked about this on my social media at all, but I used to be at my jobs. Like I've worked as like a corporate personal trainer. I'm not going to say like the places, but like that didn't fulfill me because I felt like I was forced to sell my training to clientele that I didn't vibe with. Um, nothing wrong with certain people, but like, again, like I'm not going to work well with everyone. Um, I worked as like a manager at a retail store. I've worked as a gymnastics coach. I liked that job, but I would always be looking for other jobs. And like, I was looking at areas like, Oh, maybe I should just work in HR or maybe I should like have this like office nine to five job, which guys, if you have an office job, that's a nine to five job and you love it. Great. I'm happy for you. But like, that's not what was going to fulfill me. And I would have full blown mm-hmm. like panic attacks and just cry and cry randomly. And then like, part of me was like, should I just like go back to school and get my master's or get my PhD? Like, I don't know what to do with my life. And 
I think mm-hmm. I think when we don't know what to do, which I've called you out on this before, and you know that we just think yes. that we need to go back to school. <laughs> oh yeah, it's like delaying adulthood. <laughs> um. Yes, and I can tell you, it took me a, re- a long time to realize this, but I, you know, like you said, I have my master's degree, which means I went to school even longer, and. I would catch myself saying, like, "Mm, I don't know what I want to do. Maybe I should just go get my master's degree. Like, it was just delaying and delaying. And honestly, like, I could have just, you know, opened my eyes in that moment. It could have been, like, it was because I was searching for these jobs, these typical, like, um, okay, so in the Midwest, I feel like if you're in actually science major and you're um not continuing on with school of some sort like you're either going into like cardiac rehab which I did not want to do you're gonna go like pre-physical therapy or corporate wellness so I went corporate wellness and I have like these job interviews and I was just like something doesn't feel right so I went back to school and then I went through the exact same thing once again when I was about to graduate my master's and I was like these jobs don't feel right so I worked part-time as just like a personal trainer in different gyms and it was just so unfulfilling because again it was like I was trying to just get clients I wasn't trying to get clients that I wanted to work with Mm -hmm. and yeah I feel like like that's I'm not going to say that there's certain qualities and people who are entre well there are qualities that like entrepreneurships have entrepreneurs have geez there we go words (laughs) um and I think one of them is like no matter what job you have like you feel lost like I would have jobs and like I'm like oh like this isn't that bad like it's it's fine and like I I was low-key like depressed and like miserable and like I had so much overwhelming anxiety um last year so I've been full-time in my business um for a year so that's been my full-time job and it's allowed for me to um live a life that is very fulfilling to me and I'm just so much more happy but before I did that like I was second guessing myself so much and I felt like maybe I should just do this other job and like deal with it and like I'm just complaining too much and every job I had like it just didn't vibe with me like I couldn't do it I couldn't do it like I was working my full-time job and running my business I'd wake up at like 5 a.m work out go to work go to my second workout because I would still be in like preps and then I'd work on my business from like seven to midnight and I did that for like two months straight until like I literally had a full-blown panic attack and I yeah I couldn't do it probably anymore. hit exhaustion too I mean, oh that... severe burnout I mean I'm already facing burnout right now but that's because I'm in the point where I need to hire out and you give me so much shit for it anyway yeah um, <laughs> but it's like a good burnout like I it's so fulfilling knowing like if I fuck up like it's on me but also if I do something awesome that's on me too Right. Yeah. It's like you're solely responsible and it's almost like the good problem to have because like you've grown so much and you're, you are to the point where you get to actually expand and like hire on and that's got to be such an, like an incredible, probably scary, but also incredible feeling to know like 
you built this up to where it was like from where it was at 19 to here you are now you know like I don't know like four or five years later now you're where you are and that is just incredible and that's all on you I mean you can't you can't you know you can't give off the credit to other people like you did it and it's because you have these great clients that really trust you and you have like this amazing client relationship and your Facebook group is like just so incredible if you guys aren't in it you gotta join it because yeah and it is it's quite motivating it used to be just like crickets in there and like I again like I think this whole if you are thinking that you do want your own business and you're second guessing yourself just know like you're always going to second guess yourself and that you might not see your results right away but um I mean, you have to use social media. Like, that's just the harsh reality of our generation now is if you're not using your social media to build your brand, like, you're kind of shooting yourself in the foot. Don't just be, like, a consumer. Mm -hmm. Like, you just need to be the producer. Yes, exactly. That's a really great way to put it. Yeah. Um, So, what, what made you like really pull the trigger when it comes to like getting another job or like what keeps you from getting another safe job I would say because I know that I've I'll like randomly think of like what would my life be like if I had a normal job and then yeah I don't know so let me know your thoughts there okay well (laughs) so interesting you asked this question why are you looking for jobs right now as you move no um so I I feel like I've always just looked for like ever since I've started working like even in high school I always looked for other jobs like I worked at the grocery store and then I got a second job working at a bakery um and then uh, like ever since I was like 16, 17, I've worked multiple jobs at once. Mm-hmm. Um, like I, financially, I had to like in college because uh, let's face it, I was not the smartest when it came to how to handle my money. <laughs> so I always like felt like this need, like this scarcity mindset. So like I needed to have more jobs. And <laughs> Funny enough, there was one point where I had five jobs in one summer at once. And I was like, I worked all of them for like a week. And then I was like, I can't do this. What am I thinking? Like (laughs) another sign, seriously, though, that's another sign that you need to just not work for people. Like (laughs) I had three jobs in a month where like I quit my one retail job by like sliding the keys under the fucking door. And I was like, yeah, I'm over it. I was like, I don't even need this reference. I'm done. Yeah. It was just so, anyways, I've always, like, felt that need. So it was actually that habit that I had to break. And sometimes, you know, in the back of my mind, it kind of, I start to wander off in that direction. But then I'm like, no, like, if I want to make it, if I want to make my dreams come true, because I have big fucking dreams for myself here, like, I've got to go all in. It's all in or nothing. It's burning the ships. It's I'm I'm fully committed to this. I eat, sleep, and breathe 
this. Like I, I can't keep looking for fallbacks or else I'm never going to be fully committed and I'm never going to be able to get my mindset to where it needs to be. So I'm doing a lot better now. Um, so like, like I said, it sometimes starts creeping in my head, but as soon as I catch it or if I say something to Andrew, he's like, no, like, stop. Like, you don't need that. Like, you've got to burn your bridges. you got to burn your ships and and just go all in. And, you know, at the end of the day, like, if something tragic were to happen, like, I'm not going to die. Like, I'm not going to be homeless. Like, I have people who could support me if I truly direly needed to. And I'm lucky for that. Like, mm-hmm. I, you know, I wouldn't ever ask my dad to, like, give me money unless I like truly truly needed to and so at the end of the day if it came down to that like you know but I I trust myself I know myself and I believe in myself and I have you know a very small group of people who also believe in me like I have friends like you who who definitely know what I'm going through who understand and who are who will you know give me the kick in the ass if I need it I have Andrew who can be like you're being ridiculous like you need to like see the way other people see you more than the way you think you see yourself. Yeah. And I think that one thing that can keep you on track is like, if you are, you're always going to have moments where you doubt yourself. I mean, hell, I'm, I text you at least once a week where I'm like, I'm dying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I think part of that is because I'm a little calorie deprived. So my energy is a bit low, but yeah. I, I think that for me, I just refer back to like, yeah, I can quit with like other people who have hired me on. But like, if I were to quit myself, like that just like messes me up in the head. Like I can do that. And like, I feel like I would be doing so many people a disservice of not doing this because exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And I see like my clients and their progress and like their stories and a lot of them make me very emotional and it is a very like coaching is such an emotional job and I think that's why I get so fatigued and tired is because it's just very emotionally taxing um but these people like I don't want to say they need you yeah like my clients need me and if I were to not do this like I can't even tell you like I mean, I don't want to say that these women wouldn't be anywhere about me, but, like, I just feel like that they would still be struggling, and that, like, upsets me. Exactly, yeah. Like, at the end of the day, everyone has a gift that they need to share, and by not sharing it, it's actually very selfish because you're holding back what people need. And so that's that's a great, like, I'm so glad you mentioned that because that's right. Like, I have a gift, and I want to share it with the world, and and I want to share it with those who need it, you know, like, I, I want to make a difference in these people's lives. I want to show people the way, so to speak. And mm-hmm. by me, you know, not doing this and like by me either getting, you know, like a part-time job or completely just getting a whole new job and a whole new field, like that's selfish. And that's, that's not like being of service. That's not my purpose, you know. I'm yeah. not letting myself live out my purpose in life. And that is like ultimately what I want to do. And I know what my purpose is. And so I just have to sometimes get out of my own head and be like, 
just shut up (laughs) Veronica like you're being ridiculous like you can do this like push through and I think you know I noticed this a lot was um certain clients of mine they get really discouraged like at their check-in you know they might be like oh I'm only down like an inch or maybe their weight has stalled but I'm like okay your weight might have stalled but did you look at where you started to where you are now like your waist is six inches smaller or you know like you Mm -hmm. said you can fit into these jeans that you haven't worn in two years like like you have to look at where you came from where you are now to to be like wow like I really am making progress or like wow I really am you know a kick-ass coach or whatever you're doing yeah and like success isn't going to be like well like linear yeah and with my clients like I like to compete because well one it's one of the hardest fucking things to ever do ever if you want to like really see what you're made of compete just not everyone should compete but I'm just saying like it will test you to the max Mm -hmm. but I love sharing with my clients like hey here's my body hey, it's been like four months, more than four months. And I'm still not what like where I want to be. Have I made progress? Yeah. Yeah, But like, there was also moments where like, I didn't have any quote unquote, numerical progress at all. But I had like the mental progress because I had that perseverance and I stuck with it. And like, that's still progress because you aren't going to have this, you know, said coach that you're checking in with all the time. Um, what you can have is your discipline which isn't going to be created overnight and that's still progress like having discipline and holding yourself accountable is still a win yes and that's also something like that you can learn too if you don't think you have discipline now like you just got to start small like you can build discipline you can build um, perseverance like you can build up those I guess skills, those are all skills that you can learn. You're not, you're not born with them. You learn them, you know, Yeah. start by like day one, just one day, cut out the pop you drink. And then day two, okay, now it's been two days without pop. And now, you know, like, I don't know, you just got to start small, like waking up just five minutes earlier. So you can, I don't know, do five minutes of a workout in your bedroom and then you know in a week you can wake up 10 minutes early you can add more to your workout and Mm -hmm. like you just start small you build up no one started you know deadlifting 300 pounds overnight (laughs) you know like no one started losing 100 pounds in one day like you have to start small and build those skills up and they're very buildable they're very buildable you just you know, maybe you need that accountability. Maybe you need that coach that can help you with it. And then, boom, the next thing you know, you could be walking on stage or, you know, fitting into your wedding dress or, you know, playing with your grandchildren when you never thought you could. Yeah. And I think people need to stop looking at, I mean, you need to look at the day to day and like your wins, but like just stop looking at instant overnight progress like yes. it like I have kept myself busy with moving and I've had a lot of things that have drawn my focus away from like even like my physical like body progress because 
even when I do like my side by sides and I've lost 23 pounds, I think in like four months. And I look at myself and like, I don't even see that weight off of me. But when I do the side by sides, it's like, I remember like myself just like going through the motions and like the foods I was using. And it's like, wow, like all of those days mattered um, Mm -hmm. because here I am now. And you just have to realize like if I were to look at myself every single day in the mirror, which like, yeah, I look at myself, but like, I don't like hyper analyze and look at myself and like look for new progress every single day because I know it's not going to happen. (laughs) Right. At all. Yes. And it's, I was just talking about this with Andrew the other day. Like I was using it in a different way, not in terms of, you know, physical progress, but in really my mental progress. And I was saying how, like, if you look, like, imagine, like, a staircase from, like, the floor to, like, whatever your goal is. And, like, you see, like, five stairs. It's, like, these five major steps. But then as you get closer, it's, like, each step has, like, a hundred mini steps to get to the next level. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, because it's, like, every day, everything you do builds upon it. So you bring you to the, your first you know like goal marker which will then bring you to your second to your third until you're you know you've accomplished your goal yeah and uh, it's just it's so incredible the way like just you're so in control of your own life and your own happiness like there's nothing I guess I feel like more satisfying than knowing that because if you're not happy you can do something about that no you totally can't like if you're not happy right now like that's on you exactly and like that might seem harsh and that might be like oh well like you're young I have children or oh you know you're you know like we're not married so I'm married I have a spouse but like it doesn't matter at the end of the day you still have to be happy because if you're not happy like you're not being your best self for your kids for your husband for your significant other for the the students that you teach for your for the people you coach like whatever your job is like you're not being your best self if you're not happy and maybe you know you do it's harder for you to move across the country than you know than I can but like what else can you change you know can you make your house brighter colors can you get more sunlight can you go outside for five minutes a day like it just there's nothing more empowering I think than realizing like you are in control of your own life and even if you've lived your whole life for other people being a person pleaser like I know I have like I can still turn that around at any point in my life and the sooner you do it the more you're going to reap the benefits of it yeah and I think too often like young people and this goes for like men and women And I think in particular, like women, like we want to do what will make our parents happy. And, and I think a lot of men feel the need that, you know, they still need to have that supportive role and like support their woman and to have financial means to, you know, do that. And I just think for me and my journey, like, cause I just moved from an atmosphere that wasn't serving me and like ever since I've been down here, which my parents weren't happy about that I wanted to move because they're nervous, but 
I think a lot of people have been reaching out to me through social media saying like, wow, like you're just like glowing. Like you look happy. And I like, I am happy. Like every day is so much better. And I get to see like new people and people who understand like what I do. And like, it's just very like calming to me. And it was hard for me to get to the point of realizing I'm just happy that my parents don't listen to my show side now, but like, I realized that like, I'll never make them happy. Like, regardless of like what I do, like I could be a doctor and I wouldn't make them happy. Like I own my business and I do very well for myself, especially at my age. And like, I feel like I still can't make them happy. Like I have been financially responsible for myself for like three years now. And I still don't feel like that makes them happy. And I'm like, you know what? Like, you just aren't going to ever make them happy and that's okay because Mm -hmm. you just need to be happy and you know I think that our parents want the best for us but if you get to the point where you need to like disconnect from some people in your life and like maybe that is your family like it sounds bad but like I, I always say this and it's kind of sad and dark but I say blood only goes so far because I feel more family connection to just people I've met versus like my Mm -hmm. actual family and that's hard for me but you know I I just know right now for me and my well-being I need to surround myself with people who are wanting to up level their life in the way that I do exactly because you're only you know as good or the average of the five people you surround yourself with and so if you're in that negative toxic atmosphere you're going to be negative and toxic yourself. And if you want to be happy or um, positive all the time, like you got to surround yourself with those people or like, you know, I, I want to be this very successful businesswoman. I've got to surround myself with those people. And that is a major reason why we have decided to also move across the country is we don't feel that support here and we need to surround ourselves with people who do. Mm-hmm. And we can help ourselves rise and we can help other people rise. Yeah. And it doesn't like so many people feel so guilty for being selfish in their life. And then I'm like, you know, it sounds dark, but you only got you at the end of the day. So that's so true. You got to be happy. And you can rely on one person to make you happy. Like, no, I was. I've relationships in the past where I was so dependent on the other person for my happiness. And like the, you know, if he was in a bad mood, like I would be in a bad mood if he was in a good mood, like that's so unhealthy. Like I can't do that. Ultimately, you know, that didn't work out. All of the reasons that it didn't up for that, but Like, it's just, you cannot, the only person you can rely on in life is yourself. And the only person that can make you happy or make you who you want to be is yourself. And then, you know, the um, opposite is true. Like, if you're mad or you don't like the life situation you're in right now, you can only blame yourself. And that's something else that I had to work through because I was you know, not happy with the relationship I had with my stepmom and I wasn't happy with the relationship I had with other people. And it was just like, I, 
yes, there's two parties involved, but at the end of the day, I'm only in control of myself. And therefore, like, I could have handled situations better. Like I, so I'm working on those things. Like I'm working on like mending certain relationships and just letting other relationships run their course. I mean, there are, I rather have a few good quality people in my life than a handful of people who don't understand or who just second guess everything I say or, you know or what I mean? Like, you. In a bad way. Me. Exactly. Yeah. Like I can be challenged in a good way. Like I love to grow and learn. So please challenge me in that aspect. But if it's challenging and like how I'm using my energy around you, well, I, I just don't want to do that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so Veronica, why don't you tell us like one thing you're working on towards now? Um, Cause I want to wrap up the podcast, but I want you to just like talk about like what you're focusing on as this move approaches and as you are working on growing your business. Oh, one thing. <laughs> I feel like I'm working on like a hundred things at once, but um, really just making a name for myself. Um, so I am moving also down to Florida and I'm so excited. We have 10 days, literally have a countdown going and I just am working on visualization. I'm going like, to pause you for a second, but like what made you want to move to Florida? Um, well, really we were deciding between Florida and California for the obvious reasons of the warm weather the water we want to be by water um and then like the the atmosphere we know people are more active down there we both live a very active lifestyle and so it was between california and florida and for a while we were thinking california and then but we weren't really sure on anything and then um andrew actually came across this article that was a guy from California who moved to Florida, specifically Sarasota, and just basically made a comparison list. And Florida was, you know, what came out on top. And we were like, let's just do it. Like, we needed to decide a place. And we're like, let's do Sarasota. Let's run with it. And and we ran with it. And everything has been unfolding so perfectly. I mean, the universe really does have your back. Mm-hmm. It does. And I remember you, like, telling me, you're, like, oh, like, you're looking at, like, other places in Ohio, and it's just, like, at first, and I was, like, why? (laughs) (laughs) Like, it's just, I think that you have to open your mind to more possibilities, and, like, more things will come your way, like, with myself, um, like, when I first started, like, my business, I just thought about me, but now I'm just, like, okay, like, how can I change other people's lives? Like, how can I Mm -hmm. provide a salary for another girl who's passionate about this, who, like, needs that guidance? Like, now it's not just about me, and I think that you have to expand your mindset, and a lot of times people get stuck. Yeah. I think uh, mindset, visualization, affirmations, like meditation, those are all things I work on daily because I know they manifest themselves in in my work and it helps me show up as my best self. And, you know, I don't want to show up as anything less than my best self for other people. 
Yeah, absolutely. So then once you move, what is going to be your main focus um, with your business? Oh, sorry. I think you cut out. Once I move, what's what like, going to be my focus? Yeah, your main focus. Yeah. Um, so I really um, have, I think, like three main <laughs> focuses. Um, well, one is building my in-person clientele down there. I really do love in-person training. Um, so I really want to start building that down there. So that'll probably be my main focus. And then I have two other things that I want to do once I get down there. One of them is teaching workout classes on the beach. So group fitness classes are, are my main passion. That's like where I fell in love with fitness and everything. And I feel like when I teach a workout class, I just, I am truly like my highest self in that aspect. And so I want to offer workout classes on the beach because that is just like so fun. <laughs> like who wouldn't want to do that? So I will be starting that. And then I also, again, do uh, love teaching workout classes. So I'm going to offer streams of them on Twitch so people could follow along and work out from wherever they are. That sounds like a lot of fun. And like Veronica loves her group classes. Again, different coaches and different players. I fucking hate group classes. Like I can't do it, but like (laughs) I know you love it. And like, that's, I mean, you have to do what you really enjoy doing. I just like to be on video and I like to talk. Yes. I feel like I can, I don't know. Like if I talked about, say like the benefits of working out like just on camera versus if I was talking about it while teaching a workout class I feel like it would just come across more fun and better and like easier in the workout setting which is so weird but like I said I feel like that is just I'm never happier than when I'm teaching a workout class yeah and that's good you have to find like where you feel like your energy is at its Mm -hmm. best so all right, Veronica. Well, I'm excited to get you down here and we can yes, we're gonna be neighbors soon. You'll understand. You'll get that Florida the Florida glow. Oh, I can't wait. I can't freaking wait. <laughs> it's it's very surreal. Like I'm still so I've only been here for like two weeks and I'm still like having it set in and it is such a big culture shock, like just not only like the mentality but like the um like trees and stuff like that like I'm not used (laughs) to these like lizards and the rain and like this crazy sun and I don't know it's it's a blast so I our new apartment is like right on a lake and I was asking Andrew I was like do you think we'll see any crocodiles in there like (laughs) (laughs) yeah I don't know I feel like what everybody says that they're just like oh you're gonna there's a bunch of alligators down there I haven't even seen one <laughs> I just picture them like wandering the streets like pigeons or something like that <laughs> just like those stereotypes but all right guys so if you're wanting to follow Veronica I'm gonna have all of her information down in the description box and thank you all for listening in oh thanks so much for having me and yeah thank you guys for listening I I just I love being on this podcast. I think it's so informative and 
I love listening too. So again, it was an honor to be on here. Thank you.